the weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year because these are high quality pieces they're staying in my wardrobe the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they even show you on the website how much you're saving which is awesome quince partners directly with top factories cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us i recently got a really really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button up all, both in white linen which is awesome and i know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up and I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors and I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. And today we are talking about Taylor Swift, more specifically, the power and influence of Taylor Swift, even more specifically, the economic impact of Taylor Swift. It makes complete sense that we're talking about this like we're not just being like oh the heiress tour yay we're talking about like wow the economic impact she's really bringing up the economy that's so true because i feel like most people would literally get on and be like recap of the heiress tour what i wore what my secret songs were um but that's just you know that's not how we do things also i didn't even go to the heiress tour and also if i did my recapping it like it's just not gonna do it you know obviously because we're talking about this like i fully respect her swift i think she's an icon she's a legend I don't particularly listen to her music. Mm-hmm. It's obviously good, because it has to be to get to this point, but it's just simply not for me. And I feel like the the same thing with Harry Styles. I feel this mm. like almost, I've always felt it with Harry Styles, but even now with the Eras tour, it's way more with Taylor Swift. But you either have to be ride or die, like know absolutely everything, completely yeah. engrossed and obsessed with Taylor Swift or Harry Styles, or like you feel like you have to hate them. Yeah. And like, can we not appreciate her music and like appreciate her and respect without being completely obsessed with her no that's so true because i feel like because she's created such 
like a universe around her music and so many trends and like secret secret little things that have created this community I definitely agree that people can be very intense with it and so then if you're just like a mediocre fan you're kind of like right uh, you know because it's right. weird I think it's like a weird fandom situation more than you see in most singers like you know people yeah. aren't gonna like people love Justin Bieber but they're not gonna be like oh you don't know every single Justin Bieber song that's so embarrassing that kind of right thing, you know right, right, right whereas with Taylor Swift especially now that the Eras tour has gone like mm-hmm. absolutely insane which is so incredible you can't not be an absolute super fan yeah like there's it's either zero or a hundred and there's not a lot of room for in between Mm -hmm. so then I feel like I have to be a zero but I don't I'm not a zero Mm -hmm. like I I respect it and I don't hate her music yeah like I, I I will listen to it I don't like it particularly because it's the only thing mom knows how to ask Alexa yeah that's play. true <laughs> so anytime mom's in no, the gym she's like, or she's like cooking and there's music on it's taylor swift yeah she's like alexa play taylor swift or she'll say alexa play olivia rodriguez <laughs> and then like nothing happens because it's not her name oh that's funny yeah it's funny no that's very true because like, like i don't know i just learned one... that like you do the bracelets Oh, yeah, people have been doing friendship bracelets on Yeah, on tours, I don't like know all the things. I know, I that's know why. The there's things. a lot of there's a lot of secret situations. But, and Catherine, I don't think, would play it, like, shuffle a Taylor Swift album on her own. But she likes some songs, and I'll play them and she'll sing them a lot. I can't say I'm making bracelets or anything, but relative to you, I'm definitely a fan. But I do like listening to Taylor Swift, and I think not, a huge part of this of episode... Like, I do also, like no, her I and like her music and enjoy her, but because I'm not a super fan, I feel awkward. Yeah. No, it's true. Saying that or making that statement because yeah. I feel like people are going to be like, you actually don't like her because you didn't know about the bracelet. No, I do like her music a lot, but I feel like especially for part of this episode when we're curious about talking about the power she seems to have created and also the economic impact, like the literal economic impact of the Eras tour and of her music in general. I think that we both respect her also so much as like a person, especially in business, just like as a woman, as a person. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people feel the same way, which is, I think, says a lot about why she's created that power and how she has because it's not just one thing like it's not just in business and it's not just in art it's like she's created this weird intersection of emotion and capitalism and like she has her power in both Mm -hmm. ways because those fans that are so obsessed with her and love her so much and have you know made best friendships through it and are making bracelets and like doing all these things clearly have such an emotional pull and an emotional connection to her Mm -hmm. and her music as well as her power like in money in general in the billions of dollars that her music and her tour creates not just for herself and her company but for economies and states as we'll kind of talk about the stats of when she went through the airs tour to all different states but is it over um the north american leg is yeah I think she's coming back for, like, some more surprise ones later, but, yeah, it's moving on. I think it's, I don't know, somewhere first. I know, literally the end of an era. But she has power both in the business side of things, how she's taken back ownership of her music and had to build that and create that for herself, as well as just the money that she generates through her music, through everything that she Mm -hmm. sells. Whether it's, like, concerts, it's merchandise. I actually was thinking... activity, but beyond just, like, money, of course it has an impact and you can see it super clearly with money. But we'll talk about how outside of her tour, like, the cities are being... Like, people are flocking into cities so that Mm -hmm. they can see her. Which brings up all the activity... Brings up all the activity around there, like, hotels, restaurants, Mm -hmm. shops, 
everything. Yeah. So she has so much power in business, but she also has so much power in her art, in the way that she writes her own music. She, like, has a huge hand in what she's creating, as well as now she's owning all of her music and making sure she owns it. But as well as it's just, you know, it's good music in general. It is a strong art. Like, she definitely has created her own kind of genre. And so it's kind of rare, I think, that you see somebody holding power both like on the business side and also on an art side I think like in general at this scale yeah I think in general you either see like oh you want to do something artistic that's not like strong business person type vibe or you do it as an independent artist and whether it's like music or literal like painting on a canvas Mm -hmm. whatever it is you do that like you and yourself and maybe a small little team yeah but to be this gigantic and this impactful and still have so much control and power over what you're doing and continue to gain more is Mm -hmm. really impressive yeah the continue to gain more I think is so interesting because if you look back on it like Taylor Swift you can't watch anything on the tv any news commercial any tiktok any instagram like without seeing something about Taylor Swift she's so famous right now and she's so prominent in the media and literally in culture right now but it's not like she's brand new like she's not somebody who just popped up she's She's been been, successful a list yeah ever like she's been successful I remember like we were in middle school in Hong Kong and I've we like saying shake it off in choir or something you know like that was so yeah. long ago that was literally or like the hannah montana movie she's yes in it. all these movies like she's yeah. in it and love song was probably like 12 or 13 years ago like oh that God. first no, debut we sang album a taylor swift song in um elementary school talent what, show what year was that what like i don't know a first solid grade, second grade like second grade maybe fourth grade maybe fourth. who knows it might something like that but like and what was it we did the <laughs> we um the hannah montana dance yeah that was Miley Cyrus, though. She wasn't Oh, the hoedown throwdown. Like, yeah, but yeah, she was in the, the movie. We did that in, like, second grade. Yeah. We, we kind of, like... We talent show. Popped off but, like, those talent for, shows. But, like, to be that big when we were in second grade, and yeah. now it's however many years later, and she's yeah. even bigger. Yeah. It's so crazy. I think about that, too, because she was so successful already then, but the level of success she has now is, like, astronomically bigger. Like, I don't know how you can even measure that numerically, like, money impact, but probably at least 10 times bigger. And so it's so interesting that, like, there kind of was no ceiling there. Like, she has probably so many more achievements and numerical achievements and money created and songs output she continues to like kind of break her own boundaries like it's almost like she's paving the way and she keeps doing more and setting that standard to more Mm -hmm. whereas I feel like sometimes whether it's a level of fame or level of success or just like level of your lifestyle you know sometimes when you we think we've gotten there enough or done enough a lot of people which is not necessarily a wrong thing to just sit in that and enjoy it like that's Mm -hmm. just a different choice in life but I think you see that more often is like people hit a certain level and like it's clear they've kind of peaked out when they've peaked out you don't usually see a double peak in a way because there are times I think when she's gone up and down and now she's just having like a crazy huge peak more than ever but I don't think you see somebody's career like stay so successful and grow Mm -hmm. even more successful after such a long period of time yeah Loki Justin Bieber kind of has the same yeah he had a or people were talking about Selena Gomez's era's tour I would if Justin Bieber did an Eras tour. That would that would honestly. If Miley Cyrus did an Eras tour, I for me she's, personally, she's done some of them before. She should do something like that because I feel like she's kind of in her time right now where she's like reflecting on growth. Honestly, and on the I think past. a Miley Cyrus Eras tour would hit harder than not yeah. economically, but like vibes wise. Vibes wise, but no, like for everyone. Yeah, even if because they're so distinct. True, she Taylor has very Swift's distinct eras. Taylor Swift's eras, like they're different. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know how many she has. But, like, It's every they're, album, they're, like, seven? Yeah. Well, whatever. They're, they're very different from each other, but, like, at the end of the day, they're all pretty similar. Like, they we give, saw they give her similar as a similar vibes. person. Yeah. But Miley Cyrus, you could put on, you would feel like you left there at, like, 17 different shows. You would listen to, like, Because uh, the difference between, like, The Climb and then... Milky Milk Bomb. Like, yeah. Like, Milky, Milky. Deli- Miley Cyrus and her dead pets. Um, and then what like, is it the Pablo the Blowfish? Pablo, that's a good, that's a song. good, a good song. song. Super Pablo underrated song by Miley Blowfish. Cyrus, Pablo the Blowfish. You should definitely good, look that up. Good. Like imagine <laughs> going from Malibu, Miley yeah. Cyrus to Pablo the Blowfish. We're getting sidetracked. We can't. But that should happen. I think a huge part of about recently why she is so prominent has to do a lot with her output it's like she's always in the news about something new like it's not like we're talking about the same exact thing over and over like she's always adding something new and i think she does a good job of creating momentum off of something like she'll announce the Mm -hmm. tour and then she makes another dramatic announcement about a few added shows and then another dramatic announcement about oh, now we're having surprise songs. Yeah. So then people are listening to see what the surprise songs right. every show. Like, there's so much output in what is, like, Not what even she's putting out for people to talk too, about but with, like, her personal life. Yeah. Or what was it? Her, like, changing lyrics, I think, went kind of crazy, which isn't, yeah. like, a, here's an announcement, but, like, little changes. Yeah. That gained a lot of hype. Or the suspicion of her splitting from, yeah, from like, her low-key ex. husband. Well, Did everyone think they were married? Maybe, yeah, there might have been a rumor like, about Like, Loki They're there for a while. And now she's obviously in the media with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. So not, that's, like, even more hype. Yeah. Because it, when you drop something like that, that's not, it's not connected to her tour. Yeah. But because her tour is going off and her personal is going off, like, when two waves meet, like, the their amplitudes, yeah. they add up. Yeah. You add them. So then it's doubled. Like, and... I think she's really smart about how she does that. And I feel like the word calculated, I feel like, sounds kind of negative. But I definitely, like, all of those moves are calculated. calculated. She's incredibly smart that, like, her having all of these Easter eggs and all of these surprises and all these things, it keeps her being talked about. Because there's something small and new, but it's, like, different enough and new enough almost every week that it's going to be a new headline. That's not saying her getting with Travis Kelsey is calculated. That's saying her deciding when to show that to the public is calculated and intentional and her deciding what the paparazzi sees and takes photos of and distributes is calculated and a conspiracy theory about that one but well it could be too convenient but like who are we to speculate exactly but she's very intentional and crafted and like the marketing works we've said the marketing works exactly like i guess okay when it comes to her being at travis kelsey's game that first time i like i definitely heard her in an interview once say that you know, you don't have to be seen unless you want to be seen. Because when you're at that level and, right. like, you have a crew and you have bodyguards, like, how many times has she walked out of stadiums, like, hidden in trash cans and hidden in popcorn things and stuff like that? Like, there's all these funny things about how you get around places right. when you're famous and to not be seen. So to be front and center in that box with cameras on you, like, that was a choice to be seen. And that doesn't mean that it's, like, a malicious thing, but that was a chosen move. Like, yeah. I think she chooses Which is cool everything that she, she has does. enough power that she can do that and that she's smart enough that she can make these choices to sculpt her momentum and to sculpt her success, yeah. almost. Yeah. The output is also the legitimate output of songs and content that she's putting out. Like, right, the like fact she that has a lot of content. 2020 COVID year, she put out two big albums back to back. They each have deluxe editions. Then she's re-recording every album and 
reviving mm-hmm. them as well as with each re-record right. adding like six extra songs and then she'll come out with oh we have a bonus extra one other than that oh there's a bonus little short film going along with it like so much content that even when I think I like other artists better or appreciated other artists more like she won't leave the top spot of my Spotify wrapped every year because there's she's just, just there she's just there like the output is unmatched to a level where like you know if I'm just doing a shuffle of my music She's most the probability. Of it, or she's giving the most new stuff, so then I listen to the album all the way through, mm. and then there it is. Like, she's staying relevant because she always has something new and fresh mm-hmm. to revive people's yeah. enjoyment and, like, excitement. Yeah. There's always excitement going on. And I like the revive because it's like she literally brings back an old album nothing is different it sounds exactly the same other okay, than the new no. songs like the re-records are the same some TikToks but she totally about, revives it. i've seen some tiktoks of the old songs and they were like the some of these were like bad vocally like oh and really? the new ones are like so much better oh okay well, obviously yeah. she's not yeah, 18 she's, she's like older okay interesting and so but she's better she she's also doing it for much longer. with doing that like when she's reviving these albums it's like she's also reviving the drama surrounding them like when dear john drops for a second time people are then for a second round on Learning. john mayer especially because now they know more of what they think Wait, the that's, story that's, is that's, so let's talk about the money specifically with the eras tour we're seeing more stats about how much money one taylor is making from everything she's doing doing but also the overall economic impact of it i've seen so much surrounding that i think especially with the economy struggling a little bit and like that being a topic of news in general to see the actual impact that the Eras tour has had on specific cities and states and on the country in general how other countries are asking her to come because they know it'll boost their economy that's so fire is just absolutely wild like to be able to have an impact outside of yourself is so crazy the heiress tour in general a projected gross of 2.2 billion dollars in ticket sales alone so that's like what taylor and her team and the whole orchestration of it is generating i would say there's obviously like merch on top of that plus she's had an 80 percent spike in listeners of her music so you know the money that we're getting from all the extra streams is significant as well so i think it goes beyond that that's a lot yeah that's a huge increase beyond that 2.2 billion created by the ticket sales for her and her team the greatest impact has actually been on all of the places that she's going to in total the eras tour is projected to generate five billion dollars in consumer spending outside of that so that's like on all of the outfits and decorations and we're making the friendship bracelets and on transportation to get there and on dinners and on hotel stays like all of these cities were also showing that they were having fully booked hotels throughout the city for the first time in Mm -hmm. forever because people were just flocking like it became tourism for this time especially i think because coming out of covid and people hadn't been traveling as much as they might before like so funny if she did an interview and she was like some no one's gonna ask her what she does because everyone knows yeah. what she does if they're interviewing her. But if this one's like asking her what she did for work, and she can just say tourism, tourism, Tour- I'm in tourism. <laughs> she creates tourism. So the amount of spending that would happen on every night of the Eras tour, like every single show, every single city, was on par with the amount of spending that the Super Bowl generates. The difference is just that she did it 52 times. So right. she did that, and it's like she brought the Super Bowl Wait, to every like city multiple times. No, I think uh, five months. Or no, yeah, something like that. 
And so you can see that knowing that so many states are like showing their appreciation for her and so many places are also asking her now to come because they want to have those effects and they want to boost their economy a little bit like um it said new jersey named a sandwich after taylor swift and then the chilean president the mayor of budapest and canadian prime minister have all requested that she come to their countries as well (laughs) do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. And then most recently is her little romance with Travis Kelsey, which is in the news that so many people are rooting for because I actually do think that if legit, that would be a good pair. I like how it looks. But it's funny how everyone's like, oh my God, Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map and like making jokes about that. But in a way, like not that he was not known before. He's a successful football player and like one of the top. Well, like I I had never really, I hadn't really heard his name. Like yeah, people you really weren't watch talking football, about but him. the people who watch football know who he is or like know yeah, football. Of that same audience is now like aware of or more aware of Taylor Swift. So they just like swapped audiences a yeah, little maybe. bit. So I think yeah. that's what happened. It's not you shouldn't put him on the no, map. Of Obviously, not. he's people in the NFL. He's that. on the map. He's on the map. But now her audience 
is obsessed with him. Yeah. And his audience, I'm sure there's some crossover. Yeah. Where now they're interested and more aware of Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. Mm-hmm. And that's very clear because after she showed up at that one NFL game, before he was the 19th most popular in jersey sales and like... So he was on the map. stuff. You know, he was definitely on the map. After that one show that she showed up at, he had a 400% spike in sales and he moved from the 19th most popular to the 5th most popular. That's so funny. So it's kind of like everywhere she goes, like just her presence like creates... Has an effect. Creates talk and creates power and like legitimately creates money as well. Especially with... Because her community is just so strong and that's where the whole like obsession super fan like Mm -hmm. one million thousand percent in support of her comes from or like that is where this effect comes from Mm -hmm. because her fans are like oh she's at the game i have to have yeah yeah so i feel like the question is how does a person create that type of power and influence because it seems relatively unmatched at this moment the amount that she's been able to create i think that like something that has to be noted on top of all of the other ways that she's like a smart businesswoman and that she can work hard and create a lot is like the product has to be good right because people wouldn't be so invested in the world if that the she's music creating sucked it would not they get wouldn't be far. as invested in the storyline behind it if the music itself wasn't also catchy and good because like we're not just hyping up like oh my god, everyone's gonna go after um, Jake Gyllenhaal after the song comes out. Like, people aren't gonna do that if they don't click with the song and they don't relate to the song. Like, they're not gonna create all the hype about the stories behind it and the possible scandals and, like, creating Mm -hmm. that. So the product and whatever, like, your core offering is, it has to be good. And then she uses so many tactics to layer on top of that. Mm -hmm. She layers on top of that in a way that I think gets people talking about it without her really having to do anything because she's used her creativity and her like she does something once and people run with it she doesn't have to keep pushing that same thing exactly and i think that's where you see a difference between like celebrity and like superstar like mega someone or like the difference i always consider between like influencer and creator to celebrity. celebrity yeah you know it's like are you constantly putting out the product and feeling like you're having to promote it yourself or is over it that over like again for it to have an yeah impact. you've created storylines that are being talked about no matter what and like right. that's what taylor has done especially through her music because she's she's always filled her music with all of these easter eggs and threads through songs and people get obsessed with figuring out little right. codes and riddles in her music and connecting all of these dots so that it sparks all these conversations that people are having with each other all over the internet that people are having with each other in real life and everyone is kind of like working together to decipher this and hear other people's opinions and so that's creating viral TikToks and conversations that she's not creating you know like when you create talk that is about yourself and creates all these conversations Mm -hmm. surrounding it i think that takes power and influence from one level to a whole other level right because it's not then just about who's listening it's about who's talking and then i think a huge reason she has so much power is the relatability in her music i think she's such a good storyteller and she conveys so much emotion in her music but in kind of a deeper way than other people do a lot of the Mm -hmm. time it does take you kind of having to like crack that code a little bit but also all of her music 
does feel very relatable to people and I think in the way that she expresses it in such a storytelling way like it feels kind of more intimate than something else and so I think that in her music itself the relatability that she has but also that ability to connect with people through the complexity in it I think makes people who listen and especially those that are super fans feel like they have this personal connection Mm -hmm. So even though she's a celebrity and lives a very different life than everyone who's listening to her music, she creates such relatability in the music that people feel like they have this like friendship and one-on-one connection with her. And then I think people gain an even stronger connection with her or a stronger admiration for her with kind of the way that she holds herself. I think she's a good example of somebody who sticks to their values and shows up as a very strong person. Like I think she kind of holds that confidence and always shows up as a strong person and even when things come at her like I think the media likes to clown on her a lot she had that whole Kanye West situation like way back and just things like that I think she really always remains confident and strong through that and so I think people watching that as well as watching her be such a strong smart business person take ownership over her music like you know, start conversations about the music industry in those ways by doing things that are so out of the box or that people haven't stepped into in the past. I think people then have this next level of admiration for her as well because one, they feel like they have that personal connection through her music, but then on this other side of things and like the way that she lives her life and stuff, I think she holds up a strong standard Mm -hmm. of a person. So enough about Taylor Swift and now let's talk about you and how... Of course, like Karen said, Taylor Swift is not the normal person. Like, she is, she's the number one private jet user in America. (laughs) Like, she takes her jet to the grocery store. She doesn't even go, surely she doesn't go grocery shopping for herself. But this, like, mega star level of power and confidence, it can still be taken and applied to your life. Even though none of us are taking our private jets. (laughs) to the grocery store and I will never have a private jet like just because somebody else feels like they have an extreme amount of power and influence in the world doesn't mean that you don't still have like a sliver of power for you to take for yourself as well like everybody can find that and create that this is like power within yourself like Uh personal empowerment within your friend group or at work Mm -hmm. whatever level you are maybe your entry level but like having this confidence and this sense of power in these skills Mm -hmm. like people skills communication skills are huge yeah she just does it on a giant stage but like you can still take these and use her as an example and use her for life lessons and take some of these advice almost from watching her listening to this episode and some of the like power talk that we've discussed Mm -hmm. So I think looking at her and what seemingly has created her success and all of the power that she has, I think looking at what those qualities are that anybody can uphold, confidence for sure, persistence because she's always been very persistent, like she's had a long career and things have definitely been thrown at her along the way. But I think that she's really good at instead of when other people would kind of crack and hide from things, she makes very loud comebacks. That shows the persistence and the confidence because she doesn't stop moving forward and usually she kind of comes back with a little bit of a fuck you in one way or another. I think vulnerability and honesty, that really goes into that relatability and forming connections with people. 
And then also intelligence, because things don't necessarily happen to her by chance. She's very smart about what she does as well. Confidence is truly at the core of, like, every single thing we talk about. Mm -hmm. Because you cannot be powerful if you are not confident and sure of yourself. Yeah. And, like, believe that you deserve to have the power. That's very true. It has to be intrinsic first. Or else you're never going to create external power if you don't have it's not like, gonna be effective it's not gonna to have that if you don't enough, like have power over real, yourself yeah. valid i think another one is to stick to your values like even when she's clowned on and called a hoe for like dating people even when like even when she has clowned some, on and called a hoe i mean is that not valid a little bit because I, I feel like, like she would always, the narrative was that she just, like, dates a lot of people and writes breakup songs about them, and then people would kind of make jokes. Right. So <laughs> I saw someone saying that this is her 13th relationship. So they think that's, like, it's the one, because 13's her lucky number. Yeah, but then I was like, 13 is, like, a lot. But also, a lot when, when every single relationship is public. Yeah, that's what that I mean. Like, you could have just like, a you could talk to someone once, yeah. and, like, they're, they're yeah. like, oh, in the media people counted as your i always think about that with famous people i'm like how can you casually date because i think the second we see somebody pictured with another person we assume relationship they're dating like what if you just go on a couple dates with someone you know they're not your boyfriend anyways but i think through all of those things like she's never stopped the way that she acts like even when people say those things it's like she still continues to date and she can still continues to date in public you know like she stays true to herself no matter what other people are saying i think that's really huge and is gonna carry you a lot through life you know if you can just keep doing you and not be so affected by what other people's standards are and what they're talking about also like we talked about in the beginning building something off of what you're good at and passionate about because building anything and creating you know i guess we're using the word power a lot in this but creating something it takes a lot of work And you're going to be more willing to do the work, more excited about doing the work, and it's going to feel a lot less like work when you do something you're passionate about. Likely, that also means that it's something that you're good at and you have a talent for. And, you know, that doesn't always have to be some sort of singing or performing. Like, it can literally be... You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows happy mammoth has what you need for gut health hormone balancing detoxification anti-aging beauty mood clarity sleep and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you so check out what happy mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try for a limited time you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com just use the code goals at checkout that's happymammoth.com and use the code goals for 15% off today when you have big goals in a busy schedule like all girls with goals listeners do because that is exactly why we are here it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness even though it's a core value for all of us small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on this is why we have fleur marche Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change 
and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Working Ma- in marketing. Yeah, like marketing. <laughs> if you really love writing, then you, there's a lot of ways that you like, can write. Yeah, Doing like literally any normal person job yeah like working construction or yeah working at a coffee shop yeah. like if you like what you're doing the opposite if you don't like what you're doing you're gonna hate doing it mm-hmm. and you're gonna make it so much worse for yourself yeah. whereas, and you're not gonna move forward anywhere because it's gonna right. show whereas if you love something then you're way more motivated to do it you're gonna do a better job you're gonna have a happier face when you're there so you're gonna meet more people and make mm-hmm. more connections like it just kind of is how it goes Following up on that, building strong relationships. We didn't talk about that too much in this episode, but I think she seems to have, like, some really strong girlfriends and people that you've seen her, like, being best friends with for years. I know there was, like, I don't know, years and years ago, people were always like, oh my god, Taylor Swift has the best girl group, but I do think that it seems like she has strong relationships and strong circles, and I also think that she is very supportive of other women. Like, she doesn't try to put other people down to get ahead. Right. She's always... She's like, being nice yeah. and supportive in general is gonna yeah. get you so much farther than if you were not nice or, exactly. like, outright mean. Yeah, like, I saw her, she posted something on Instagram about Beyonce the other day. Beyonce came to the opening of her, like, movie concert, and she was saying, like, how much Beyonce helped her in the industry. And then, you know, she's bringing Sabrina Carpenter on tour. She's bringing really? another woman up. Yeah, Sabrina Carpenter's going to the Latin America tour, I think. Ooh. She's opening. You know, so I think that she always has had good friendships around her and also been very supportive of other women. Even if it's just in setting the standards, saying, like, you can fight for the ownership of your own work. You can do a three-hour long show even when people say that's, like, impossible mm-hmm. and do that over and over. Like, even when it's just setting the standards for what a woman can do that has been a huge piece of her success because people want to support her back thank you guys for listening to this episode i hope that it was interesting for you guys to listen to i know when we look on spotify and we see an overview of our listeners we can see who your favorite artists are and taylor swift Wait, is really? always at the number one of that as well oh yeah who, what are other ones? i think i've seen um i think it's been like taylor swift olivia rodrigo drake SZA maybe I don't know like yeah I haven't looked in a second but I just know that Taylor Swift's always number one I feel like you are demographic we're like 98% young female we definitely have a lot of Taylor listeners in there and I just think you know people love to talk about her and talk about kind of like the drama surrounding different things but I have definitely always been impressed or I guess more recently impressed as she's kind of in this whole new era if you will in 
like just how hard of a worker she is and how good she is at what she does and how smart she is about it and so I think it's really interesting to look at Taylor's life from that lens while I also do love her music and then what is your favorite song like if you were to choose like some songs Taylor that you Swift like song? off the top of your head yeah I feel or like we should, songs in general no Taylor Swift songs I feel like we should throw a few out there crazier is from That's the Hannah Montana movie really and it's one. really sweet like I would yeah. definitely make that my wedding song one day um the other day Paris, Paris. came on and I went I every time I switch the music when Caroline cues it if I'm like not matching the vibe because if I'm driving like you have the little clicker on yeah. the wheel, and I'll like switch the songs when if I'm not getting the vibes mm-hmm. if she's if she's on ox because she's passenger gets ox right um and I went to switch Paris the other day, and she's like, "No, you I was actually like, no, like this, this is one. one that you like. This is one you like." So yeah. I, I like Paris. August is good. I don't know if you know that one. It's like a little bit slower, but I realized I, I really like August. Our song, "Long Live," classic. is a classic. Teardrops, no, "Picture to Burn," classic. That's so old. Um, in in Midnight's as well. I feel like some underrated one. Is that the one? One that underrated just came out? one. I think. Yeah, that was last October. I don't think but I Glitch. I really liked Glitch oh, that, from that. Is that you know? what Paris is from? Yeah, yeah. They're kind of next to each other. Um, I like Maroon from that album as well too. I like a lot. Champagne Problems, the one. I think Evermore is a good album too. It's like a little bit slower. And I don't know them enough <laughs> to like separate them into albums, I but I like Teardrops on My Guitar and picture to burn and our song those are so classic i like it. and paris i guess true oh i will put a poll up on this episode if you're listening on spotify i'll put a poll up where you guys can submit your favorite songs as well then we can see the responses and we'll post them so if you're listening on spotify you can go submit a response and you can also see other people's responses if i've updated those thank you guys again for listening make sure you're following the podcast account on instagram and tiktok at girls with goals pod adding Catherine Kinnean and at Caroline Kinnean for our personals. And speaking of Taylor Swift being impressive and impressing herself, if you want to impress yourself, merch, impress yourself collection. We got it. I'm wearing it right now if you guys are watching on YouTube or seeing a clip on TikTok or Instagram. But link is in the bio as well as, er, link is in the description as well as links to all of our socials. So click on over, explore, check out more things, and go listen to Taylor Swift if you want to. We love you guys. Listen to Taylor Swift. Listen to us. Do them back and forth. It's a great vibe. (laughs) We will see you next Monday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.